Boy, can you imagine the uh, Halloween costumes this Halloween yeah. with what we've all been through here? I wore a hazmat suit. They might freak out. That's actually scarier than a Michael Myers mask, probably. Happy Halloween! Woo! Hey, welcome back, everyone. Live, living the good life show here in Los Angeles. Covering it all coast to coast this morning. We're going to get into, obviously, a, a lot of different things. NFL, Major League Baseball, the playoffs, obviously, and PGA Tour Golf. But uh, always fun talking about Hollywood and uh, someone's great career. Big fan of Troy Evans, a great actor himself, right here joining us right now. How you doing, sir? Hey, I, I, I might live. Yeah. Uh, happy to talk to you guys. Good hey, to have pleasure you. having you on Tinseltown. Yeah. 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 Troy, I was going to ask ahead. you real quickly, or actually say something before, because um, I just want to say that I am a, I, I have been, let's just say, a huge fan of Bosch, just so you know. And um, if anyone's listening right now, of course, uh, uh, you have been on Bosch since basically day one, um, and as Beryl, Detective Johnson, and I got to just tell you something, that... Bosch probably is one of the greatest shows to ever hit the television screens. But one thing that I love about Bosch, because, you know, it's it's a great, you know, detective cop show. There's always something that, you know, they're they're trying to solve. But you, your character always brings laughter. I don't know how they do it, but you you had some great writers on that show. And I'm sure you're thankful of that. Well, uh, uh, let me let me throw one name out to you. Yeah, a name that 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 ninety nine percent of the population doesn't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> Eric Overmeyer. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And Eric Overmeyer uh, is a uh, was a longtime playwright, and he started writing for television about thirty years ago. Mm. And uh, you know he's uh, uh, written for and or created uh, some you know. He he was uh, 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 at the top of the creative team on The Wire. Yeah, okay. Uh, I don't know if you ever saw that fabulous uh, uh, show about uh, uh, post uh, Katrina New Orleans yeah. called uh, uh, Treme. Okay, that was Eric Overmeyer. Ah. and and he's written for a number of other shows over the years. And you know, in uh, uh, there there are a lot of. Uh, uh, not so good stories about Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, let, let me tell you a, a quick good one. In 1976, now in 76, uh, I was a 29 year old, um, uh, uh, Vietnam vet, uh, recovering alcoholic, hmm. uh, a, a really kind of, kind of a mess. Yeah. And, and at that, at that fresh age, I decided to come to California and become an actor from Montana, from Montana. Mm -hmm. And I got hired at a little theater in Santa Maria, California. Great barbecue there. Well, no, they were already, they were already doing the tri-tip. That was, (laughs) that was, that was a happy part of that time there. Yep. Uh, And, uh, but it was a little theater called the Pacific Conservatory of the Performing Arts. And uh, that, and very ambitious, really a good theater. A lot of really good people worked there, including uh, uh, Kurtwood Smith, you know, from uh, that '70s show, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, Robin Williams, and uh, lo- lots of top people came out of that theater. But it was very unlikely because you know who, when you think of it, if 
you're going to chase your Hollywood dreams, would you go to Santa Maria? You know. <laughs> and there was another actor there uh, who had worked at a little theater in Oregon uh, 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 with with this playwright that he knew. And that playwright showed up there in 76. He's just this young guy with his little briefcase full of his plays. And he was there for a weekend. And the other actor introduced me to him, and that's Eric Overmeyer. Mm, there you go. And then, you know, 35 years later, he called me. Yeah, Troy, I'm, I'm working on this uh, project with Michael Connolly, mm-hmm. and I think there might be something in there for you. You know, now, how many people yep. in any business have a memory 35 years long for other, uh, you know, struggling artists that they've met? Yeah. And to make it even sweeter, do you know, do you know who Mark Harrier is? No. Well, you know, the, the, the uh, and I don't know the, <clears throat> the character's name, uh, but that captain who comes in at the end of uh, uh, in, in season six, yes. he's the one that, yes. that, you know, that smarmy asshole. Yeah. Obnoxious. Yeah. That's Mark Carrier. And oh. that's the guy, that's the guy who introduced me to Eric. Oh my goodness. Small world, huh? Uh, uh, yeah. Well, it's just, I, I just think it's wonderful. Yeah, it is actually. That's really cool. You'd like the barbecue and, too. And, and, it just, <laughs> and it just happens, yeah. Troy, that, uh, I mean, honestly, it's become, you know, a hu- it was a huge hit show. I can't even believe I have to put it in past tense because of the last season that we just had, uh, the final season. Although, you know, who knows? Maybe that spinoff could happen, right? We don't know. Oh, oh, it's uh, they're shooting episode eight as we speak. Are you serious? I'm serious, yes. The, <laughs> the Bosch spinoff, which... Uh, uh, I'm not. I'm not sure of the, the name of it, but but Bosch is a is retired and he's a, a, a private investigator. Nice. And uh, uh, and uh, uh, Honey Money Chandler, you mm-hmm. know, that's the the attorney who yep. was uh, left for dead at the end of seven. Yeah. She's she's in it, and okay. his daughter is in it. Okay. And then they've had appearances from a number of the other cast. Okay, uh, Crate and Barrel uh, show up in two episodes out ah. of out of out of the ten. So, all right, uh, we'll we'll do that and 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 hope for uh, for more <laughs> in the future. But uh, yeah, he's uh, uh, Bosch is definitely rolling. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, it's such a just a, it's one of those shows that you know. You know, we've talked to so many actors over the years, and to be part of something that's such such a a hit, uh, it's going to go down in the memory books as one of the best. So, um, you know, in the cast overall, we've had a lot of different cast members on. We've loved uh, every every minute of it, and uh, to see the watch watch the final uh, episode was very bittersweet, knowing that it was over. But you know, getting back to you, Troy, because you've had an interesting, uh, a great career. You've been in some big. Uh, uh, movies, uh, m- many movies that just we all know, you know, uh, they're mo- movies that we'll never forget as well. I mean, like, you know, the, the Ace Venturas of the world, too. You know, one of my most favorite movies back then was Under Siege, you know, and Demolition Man. The list go on and on. And I'm just curious, though, because, you know, you, you mentioned the story of you, you know, coming back from Vietnam and, and all that. And yeah, what thank ma- you for your service. Thank you for your service, definitely. But why why did you want to become an actor what was uh what was about it that just kind of like yeah that's what i want to do 
Okay. I'll I'll give you the unvarnished truth. Okay. Uh, I grew up in a family where my uh, grandfather in Montana had been a Montana state senator uh, and was very well known. He was also the boxing commissioner in the state of Montana. Hmm. And uh, uh, and so I, I became a political junkie at like age six. Hmm. And uh, by the time I got to high school, I but then we had... Uh, a very, a very influential senator in the state of Montana. I mean, nationally influential. And that planted the idea in my mind that a guy from Montana could do big things. And I had a very clear plan from about the time I was a high school freshman. I was going to go to uh, college. I was going to get a law degree. I was going to go to the legislature. Mm-hmm. I was going to become a, a, a state senator. Mm. I was going to be the governor of Montana. Then I was going to be the the United States senator from Montana. And then I was going to run for president. And then I, I got down to my first year at school in Missoula and was drafted at the end of that year and went to Vietnam. It served in the infantry for 17 months in Vietnam. Wow. And, uh, uh, and, and not to put too fine a point on it, I was 25th Infantry Division. Ooh. And during the period that I was there, this is uh, uh, early 1968 to mid-1969, my unit lost 4,800 men and change. Damn. Yeah, wow. So, you know, I, I was not sitting around in a, in a PX. <laughs> yeah. And when I got home... I, I didn't realize it at all. I I thought I was the same guy. I was not. And uh, instead of going back to school, I opened a rock and roll bar, and I ran the rock and roll bar for a couple of years. It was very successful, except I was violent as hell and, and drunk most of the time, <laughs> which is a really bad, you know, it's a bad... It's a bad combo. Bad move... For, for for a bar owner right. in particular, you know that's uh, to be your own best customer, you know. And long story short, I ended up in Montana State Prison. Ooh. And uh, uh, I don't know if you know this, you know, when you're really a drunk, you don't sober up over the weekend. Yeah. Mm. You know, you're just. Uh, and so I was actually in the prison uh, for about six months. And I woke up one morning and and went, Jesus Christ, I, I, I bet I'm not going to be the governor now. <laughs> well, no, oh, that's no, but, you know, you have to do that in the other direction, you know, you have to be the governor and then you can go to prison. But, yeah. uh, uh, and so then I start thinking about what could I do? Well, now I'm a felon. I can't go back in the military. Uh, I can't own a bar anymore. I can't be a police officer. I can't be a teacher. I can't be an accountant. Can't be an attorney. I'm, I'm like, what the hell am I going to do? And then one day a little light went off in my head. I went, well, shit, I'll bet nobody ever asks an actor if he has a felony conviction. There you go. And, that's, and, and that day I sent what they call a kite uh, a, a message in the prison system wrote out a little a little note and put mm-hmm. it in the box. 
to the uh, to the warden asking for a copy of Hamlet, hmm. which he sent me, and I still have that with the warden stamp in the front. Wow! Permission to have in his cell, inmate Evans. Permission to have in his cell, Hamlet, signed hmm. Warden Blodgett. <laughs> oh my God! Great story. Yeah, yeah. And then I, then I got out and and started my when when I got out. Uh, I, w- I was there a couple of years. So I was a, a little less than that. It was almost exactly the length of time that I spent in Vietnam that I spent, and which at the time just seemed uh, uh, like it was ruining my life, like uh, like my life was over when I was in the prison. But the fact is, now in the rearview mirror, uh, that saved my life because I don't think anything else would have sobered me up. Mm. That's an you know, incredible that, story. And I, I mean, so, but by, you know, by the time I got out, you know, I, I mean, and, and you probably know this, almost everybody who tries to quit a bad habit, mm-hmm. after about 90 days, they go, well, I could just do heroin once, <laughs> you know? Oh, geez, yeah. No, you're right. right. You're right. You're right. Right? Or I, I, can, I, can, I can have, you know, it's a wedding. I can have one beer, yeah. you know? Yeah, sure. But by the time I, by the time I got out of that place... I was just, uh, I will never drink again, no matter what. If you put a, if you duct tape a shotgun to the side of my head, you're just going to have to shoot me because I will not take a drink. Incredible story, I think, though. I think it saved my life. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, you guys, you guys uh, uh, go to your break. Uh, uh, thanks a lot for, uh, for taking time with me, and I'll talk to you anytime. To Loving good it. health, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, my man. There you go. Troy Evans, ladies and gentlemen. Great actor. What a story. Yeah, really. He's definitely coming back on. He's got some good stories there. If there's a will, there's a way. Man. Well, he also just gave us some 411. Bosh. The spinoff. Whatever it's called is coming back. Bulletins as they break. Hey, now. We'll be right back, everyone. (laughs) 